Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless you. Good God Almighty. So Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, that you have equipped us, anointed us, and appointed us for a time such as this, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that every person that is here, Lord God, they will hear and receive what God has for them so that it will impact and change their lives for the better. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, not any days in the past or future, but right now, Lord. We're walking into our right now. So, Lord God, we yield to the Holy Spirit, and we ask the Holy Spirit to have his way, Lord God. We surrender all because it all belongs to you, Jesus. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you that we can come together and that we can praise and worship and fellowship, Lord God, with people that believe and think like we do, Lord God. And we just thank you that we have a mighty good time serving and satisfying you, Father God. There is no hindrance. There is no struggle, Lord God. It is just a spirit of ease. And I call that the spirit of ease will operate in this place. Every person in here will be free, free to move, free to do whatever the Holy Spirit have you to do to get your breakthrough. This is your time to be set free and delivered and to do what God has called you to do. And Lord God, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord God, as I decrease, you will increase. Speak through me the words that you want each and every person to hear, Lord God. And I just thank you, Lord God, for each and every opportunity that we have to come together to fellowship and worship in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Let's do our um, Bible confession together. I don't know if they can put it on the screen. But... Um, before they get it up there, let's just say, just repeat after me. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Every verse is God breathed. And I aim to live by every word. It is essential to my faith foundation and works to change me. From the, inside out. from the inside out into the person God created me to be. That is why I should never let it go. It is reliable. It is the truth. It is divine. It is my Bible. In Jesus' name. Amen. The world tells us that a broken you reflects broken things. That's what the world tells us. But God's word says a broken you still reflects him. And today, we're going to dismantle the enemy with the assembly of a God mindset. Nothing that the enemy comes up with will prevail. So possibly each person in here have gone through a season, even the people on the podcast have gone through a season or witnessed a season of a spirit of brokenness trying to shut you down. Y'all know that's what brokenness do. Brokenness tries to shut you down. You've experienced the season of brokenness in your mind, in your finances, in your relationships, in your faith, in your purpose. That's, that's that spirit of brokenness that's trying to shut you down. Sometimes we can feel so broken to the point that we feel like God can't even use us. I don't know if you've been there, but let me tell you, 
I've been there. I've been there. If, even if it's just me by myself, I've been there to the point where I just thought God couldn't use me because I'm feeling broken and all of these things are coming up against me. But the good news is God will use that brokenness for his glory. He will grow you in Christ and bring you closer to him. Brokenness can't stop you, can't block you. And, you know, we don't have to be so religious that we always think, well, I'm not broken, I'm this. I'm above and not beneath. All of that's the word. That's the word. That's you applying the pressure on the word. But just know, it's okay because you got in a situation or a, se or a season. It says in the Bible that no weapon formed against you shall prosper in the name of Jesus. It didn't say that weapons weren't going to form. They're going to form, but they shall not prosper. Let's turn to Romans 5, 3 and 5 in the New Living Translation. And it reads, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Let's turn to Psalm uh, 33 and 11. We're going to also read that out of the New Living Translation. This is, this is the things that we combat that brokenness spirit with. And it says, but the Lord's plans stands firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. I'm going to read that again. But the Lord's plans stand firm forever. Don't matter the season, don't matter the circumstance, don't matter what somebody told you, don't matter what they said, don't matter how you see it, the Lord's plan stands firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. I just thank God for that right there. Amen. Ephesians 2 and 10. New Living Translation, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the things he planned for us long ago. God has already planned things for us. God already, we're his masterpiece. So it doesn't matter what come up against you because God said his intentions can never be shaken. It doesn't matter what season you are in. His intentions can never be shaken. It doesn't matter. Philippians 1 um, and 29, it said, um, it says, for you have been granted the privilege for Christ's sake, not only to believe in, adhere to, rely on, and trust in him, but also to suffer in his behalf. That's Philippians 1 and 29 out of the Amplified Classic versions. It says it's a privilege. It's a privilege and an honor to trust and rely on God. A privilege not a sacrifice, not suffering. It's a privilege to trust and rely on God, even in suffering, even in brokenness, even in dis discomfort. It's still a privilege and an honor. So, family, we can count it all joy. You know why? Somebody just say why. <laughs> because with God, you shall recover. Because with God, you shall recover. A broken you still reflects God. 
You are put together perfect. You still work. God can still use you. God still loves you. It don't matter the season you're in. God said you belong to him. You're his masterpiece. It doesn't matter how you think about it, how you feel about it. Just knows that even in your brokenness, you can get closer to God. You can trust in him. He got you. He got you. He got you. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. Sometimes when things are coming up against you, you might get hit one, two, three, four times back to back. It doesn't matter. God is still back to back with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Things are going on in this, in this earth. We, we, we're still coming together, I would say, some people because of uh, COVID. And there was a lot of uh, people transitioning, a lot of things going on, a lot of circumstance, a lot of financial, whatever the case may be. You shall recover. You shall recover. There is nothing on this earth greater than the God that you serve. Even when you walk through the shadow of the valley of death, you shall fear no evil because he is with you. He is with you. You're going through some situations right now. Most of us, most of us are going through something right now. But have no fear because you shall recover because God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. You know, there is power in encounters with God. When you have an encounter with God, you walk different, you talk different, you speak different, you act different, you see things different. If you have never had an encounter with God, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you've had an encounter with God, it don't matter what, get, what you're pushed up against. You push back with what God said. You push back knowing that he's already gone before you. He's already made those crooked paths straight. It doesn't matter what it looked like, what it sound like. God is for you. God is for you. God is for you. He is leading and guiding you. He's not pulling you and dragging you. He is leading and guiding you. Release yourself to yield and allow the Holy Spirit who's already on the inside of you to have his way. Release the Holy Spirit that's already on the inside of you to have his way. We know the Holy Spirit is on the inside of us, but sometimes we fight against the Holy Spirit. God say go, we say wait a minute. I didn't want to go there. You know, God said, God gave me an example. He said, um, you know, I, I've released some people to go uh, in the hospital and pray for people that are, you know, in the hospital and sick because, they, because God wants mass discharge, mass discharge. Not, not they're just getting discharged because they need some more beds in there and they got people coming in, but mass discharge means that they are delivered, that they are whole. There's no sickness inside of them, that God has already done the good work on the inside of them. He's releasing them to come out of that hospital because they are whole now. There's nothing missing, lacking, or broken. When we pray for total restoration, ain't no go back, ain't no setback, ain't no comeback. That means God has already done the good work. But some of us saints... God say, go inside the hospital and pray. And we say, wait a minute, God. <laughs> COVID ain't released me to go up in them, their hospitals. I can't, I, how about I just stay outside and pray? God say, go. You know, let me, let me help some, some of you. Let me help some of you. Fear has two things. You can face, face everything and run. You can fear, that's fear. Face everything and run, or you can face everything and rise. There is protection when God sends you somewhere. You're not only anointed and equipped, but you're protected. 
You're protected. So when you go in where God tells you to go, you ain't got to worry about COVID them. You ain't got to worry about your mama them. You ain't got to worry about them demons. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Ain't nothing going to jump off on you. But guess what? When you show up, that goodness and grace going to jump off of you and jump onto them. And they're going to be walking up out of there with you. You know, we are encouragers by nature. We are encouragers. How can we encourage somebody standing down? We got to rise up. We got to rise to every occasion. It doesn't matter what season we're in. You know, there's deliverance in your season. Oh, Lord, I can't, I can't go and minister today because, you know, I'm having some, my own situations. I got to stay home today or I can't do that. That's the time for you to press, saints. That's the time for you to get up and get out and get what you got. God said, when you minister to others, I'll minister to you. If you're not doing anything that God has called and purposed you to do, then there's no deliverance. There's always blessings in every lesson. You, you feel like you're getting a lesson. Guess what? There's a blessing attached to that lesson for us. For us, there's a, bless, there's a blessing in each lesson. Oh, I'm going through, I'm going through. Yes, keep going. Go through it. Don't stay in it. Don't stay in it. I came to tell y'all today that y'all are more than conquerors. Y'all are above and not beneath. Why do we have to keep being reminded of what God is saying? Let me tell you, I had a conversation with my husband this morning, and I was um, just sharing some things with him that God told me. When you go and, and, and feed yourself, you eat, you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You feed yourself. Get spiritually fed all through the day. You don't need to just go sit at God's feet one time a day on Sunday. You do that all throughout the day. Keep yourself fed. Keep yourself nourished spiritually, spiritually, spiritually. So when these attacks come, it ain't no surprise. Like, you ready. You ready. What we do, we don't get ready because we stay ready. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When it's time for God, when God calls us to do something, he already has equipped you. He has already made you ready for the battle. All you got to do is show up. You got to show up. Just show up ready and willing to yield to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell you what to do. A lot of us get out here on this battlefield and we put our weapons down. Because you know what? God going to do it. God going to do it. God going to show up. God said, I've given you the power and the authority to show up on your own behalf. You show up. When, when we were singing early and we were talking about being the army. I don't know about you, but I'm looking out here. And it ain't one person out in here that I would want to go to fight with. Not one person, because you all are equipped. You all are ready. You all, I can call on each and every one of you, and y'all got it. So don't ever dumb down what you have on the inside of you, because that's Jesus. Jesus is on the inside of you. When I got a revelation of who was on the inside of me, there was no devil in hell that could stop me from, from speaking out from saying what God said, from doing what God said. I don't care where the assignment takes me. I can go to, to the pits of hell. Jesus went there. He said we created in his likeness and greater work than he did we shall do. So open them gates of hell and let the gatekeepers come up in there. We ready. We're going to destroy every yoke, everything that he's trying to come. I don't only want deliverance from me. I want it for each and every one of you because that's what God said. We are all part of one body, one spirit. 
So guess what? Sister Marilyn get delivered. I'm, I know Jesus. You done brought her through, Lord. I've been right there. I've been on the battlefield with her. I know I'm coming through too. It don't matter what I see. It don't matter what I feel. I know that you did it for one and you're not a respected person. So you're going to do it for all of us. All of us. Each and every one of you. You might be feeling like you're going through a situation that you ain't never seen before. You probably never have. But guess what? Somebody else done been through that situation. Somebody else got a story. But you know what? You got to use your testimony for his glory and not just for your story. What I say, when I say for his glory, I mean when he tells you to go somewhere and to do something, that's for his glory. When you tell him you can't do it today, that's for your story. That's for your story because you want an audience, you want, you want the platform or whatever. But you know what? Each and every person is a minister of the gospel. It don't matter where you're ministering at. It don't matter that you spoke a word of encouragement. You can be at Starbucks. You know I'm going to say Starbucks, but you can be at Starbucks paying for somebody's coffee. You just ministered life to them. You just ministered to their finances. You ministered to them. It doesn't matter what, you, what you're doing. It only matters that God get the glory. He sent you there. You know, that's what it matters. So let me tell you something about how we, how we always we, we say things like, it is causing me to stumble. It is causing me to not want to get in bed. It is causing my back to hurt. It is causing my head to hurt. Well, guess what? If it didn't come from God, you need to throw it right back to the pits of hell where it came from because it don't belong to you. It is not supposed to be attached to you. Stop letting it grow roots on the inside of you till you can't even think right. You can't even get up out of the bed and give a word to anybody. You can't even encourage yourself because you have it has caused you to get in bondage. You better release it. You better release it. You better release it. And guess what? Today is that day. Today is that day that it gets released. No more bondage. No more bondage. You ought to look beside you. Everybody look at your feet. Everybody look at your feet. Those where them shackles are. They down beneath your feet. They not on you no more. They not on you anymore. You got to see yourself delivered. You got to see yourself in the breakthrough. You got to see yourself in the moment. You got to stop seeing yourself tied up. You got to stop seeing yourself in bondage. You got to stop seeing other things are greater than God. You got to stop confessing what God already delivered you from. I ain't confessing anything that God delivered me from. Just because it show back up at my doorstep, I ain't got to open the door and let, them, let it in. I've canceled subscriptions. You know, when you go and um, you get a subscription, right? And they give you a trial period. Y'all know anybody had that 30-day trial period, then they're going to they gonna go ahead and take your money out and stuff. You know what? That's, what? that's what all of this bondage is. It's a trial period. Y'all better go ahead and cancel them subscriptions. Cancel it. Stop paying for it. Stop allowing it to be in your, in your way. Stop allowing it to cause you to be underneath when God said that you're above and not beneath. You better start opening your mouth. Yes, I can pray for you. Yes, she can pray for you. Yes, he can pray for you. But you ought to learn how to pray for yourself. You got to learn how to open your mouth and get what God got for you. Get what God got for you. You know, sometimes when we're praying for people, yes, the Holy Spirit is telling us how to pray and, and all this. But there's some unspoken things. There's some things that you're not releasing. Not asking you to release it. Because we pray what the Holy Spirit tells us to pray anyway. But guess what? 
There's power in freedom. There's power in freedom. There's breakthrough in freedom. There's a release that takes place. This is the hour of power. This is the hour for that release. There's no going back. There's no turning back. There's no setbacks. Everything about God is a setup for greatness. Hallelujah. I don't know. Hallelujah. Let's turn to 1 Peter 2 and 9 in the New King James Version. I ain't going to keep y'all all day because I just came to tell y'all what Jesus told me to tell y'all. And it is breakthrough. We're not going to continue to be harassed and tormented by the enemy. How can you be tormented, harassed, by something that you have authority over. The only way you can do that is you continue to give it power. You're infusing that power. You are giving that power permission to reign and rule in your life. First Peter 2 and 9, it reads, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So, so saints, you got to remember who you are. You got to remember why you serve. But most importantly, you better remember who you're serving. Who do you serve? Who do you serve? When it don't look like God, it ain't God. When it don't sound like God, it ain't God. God said, my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. But sometimes it ain't the enemy voice that we follow. Sometimes it's your own voice. Sometimes it's your own voice because it ain't comfortable. I don't want to do this. And, and you know what? God is our daddy. Sometimes we, we look like little babies. We kicking and screaming. Oh, Lord, I, I, I was going to do that, but this happened. I was going to do this, but that happened. It don't matter. Our service should be unto the Lord. You're going into your job. Lord, God, I'm just at this job. These people got me. They just got me taking me out my character. They got me up here saying some cuss words. They got me up here, Lord, God, eating this stuff I ain't supposed to be eating. They got me up here, Lord, on lunchtime, they going shopping. Lord, you know I ain't supposed to be going shopping. I got to pay my time. But I'm going shopping because that's what they doing. You know, we're doing all of these things. But we got to remember that God is the one that we're supposed to be serving. You, you need, to, you know, there's no small thing when it comes to God. We sit and we don't want to ask God, God, which way, which way should I part my hair today? We don't want to ask God that because that ain't kingdom. You better ask God. You better ask God for all of that. He's the one that, that told you to go to the east and not the west because there was an accident on the east. But you can stretch your hands and pray. But you don't went that way and now you're backed up in traffic. Don't get mad at God. Because all you had to do was listen to him in the first place. It's those T-notchy things that we don't want to hear, you know, from God. Because, you know, he, he's, 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 so, he's so great and he's so almighty. Truly, he ain't telling me to wear some green shoes today. You know? You know, we get, we get like that. But if he's telling you something, it's because you're his child. You know, when we give the enemy scraps from our table, the table that God prepared for you to eat at, the enemy, you're satisfying his hunger to rob you of everything that God has prepared for you at that table. You're giving him scraps. 
And if you don't starve him, he will partake in everything that God has prepared for you. When you go to that table, you should be getting spiritually fed. You shouldn't be going to the table and walking away still hungry, still starving, but your enemy is full. He, he's coming up here trying to throw this and that and that and this, all of these things at you. When you go sit at the table that God has prepared for you, stop giving your enemy scraps. Stop opening the door for him to walk in and rob you of the things that God done placed for you to eat at that table. You better start watching what you're doing, watching what you're saying, because you can't be shaken. You can't be moved. You're supposed to be immovable. That's what it says in Isaiah. It says that you're immovable. You're unshakable. You're unbreakable. You're unstoppable. These are the things that the words say. I ain't say this. This is what the words say. I repeat what the words say because it applies to me. You should be repeating what the words say because it applies to you. God said it. God said it. And guess what? He don't need us. To remind him of what he said because he forgot. He need for us to remind him of what we said because it's reminding us of what he said. I hope y'all got that part. Because I've heard some saints say, I'm reminding God what he said. I'm reminding him of his promise. I'm reminding, yes, yes, you're reminding God. But it ain't because God need to be reminded. It's because you need to be reminded. You need to be reminded what God says about every situation you're in, every circumstance you're in. Even in, in your brokenness, he can use it. He's already delivered you. You know, you got to, we got to be grateful. We got to be grateful. Even while we're sitting at these tables. I, you know what? I, I, I love for the enemy to come and sit at my table because I'm not giving him scraps. When he sit at my table, it rem I can remind him of how I can't be broken. We can't be moved. We can't be shaken. You can't disturb me. This plate ain't for you. This plate don't belong to you. You can't have my joy. You can't have my increase. You can't have anything that's attached to me. And guess what? We got to stop praising and claiming generational curses. We know that's in the word, but how about we as saints start saying, we're going to receive and multiply these generational blessings. Generational blessings. We don't care about what the curses are. They don't pertain to us. We got to say what the word say, because you know what? The word lives on the inside of us. We don't only have the power of God. We are infused with his power. Y'all know what infused is? Thanksgiving just passed. Y'all have some turkey. Sometimes you take, you know, I don't know about the cooks, but sometimes you can take that injection and you infuse that turkey with some, with some good old flavor. You infuse it, and then every bite, every bite you got that flavor. That's what y'all got. Y'all infused with God's power. Y'all are infused with God's power. Everywhere you walk, everywhere you walk, look, every time you're walking, I got God's power. I'm infused with God's power. I'm infused with God's power. Oh, this coming up, oh, I'm infused with God's power. That's happening, I'm infused with God. Remember, remind yourself of who you are. You are infused with his power. We, we get so to the point where we're looking at we want to look to the left and look to the right, and we don't want to do certain things because we don't want other people to see this and other people. We don't forget God sees it. We've got to please God. We have the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ. You know, we don't have to always entertain people at our table. 
We don't have to entertain everybody at the table. You have to remember, there's some pit carriers at your table. Pit carriers are people that would take some things and carry it and keep going with it and keep going with it and magnify the negative. But y'all are some pit pullers. Y'all go around and pull people up out of them pits. So if you keep, so it don't matter because the pit carriers, the pit um, carriers are at your table. Let them be at your table. You got to remember that you're standing, you're sitting at that table in a power of position of power. Be grateful that they're at your table because you can see what their next move is. They can't see what your move is. And you always got to remember who you are. Everyone can't wear a crown. Everyone can't sit at the parade and see you. They, you know, there's, when you go into a parade and you all have crowns on your head, right? Y'all are all chosen generation. Because the pit carriers are in your midst, they the ones in the, at the parade on the sidelines waving at you as you go by queens and kings. They waving at you. Somebody got to celebrate you when you coming by because you know what? You didn't move off of your assignment. God is the one that's going to pick you up and turn you around and put your feet on solid ground. Lord, I want to sing, but Jesus, no, he didn't give me that anointing. <laughs> Yes, we, we, we can make a joyful noise and we can shout unto the Lord and we can give him some praise because it doesn't matter what the anointing on your life is. If you're not using it, you will lose it. That anointing on your life is not for you to just go to heaven and walk around heaven all day. We know that's a glorious thing. But you got heaven on earth. Walk around here glorifying God. Walk around here praising him. Walk around here letting everybody that's, that you walk past that is in darkness, bring them into that marvelous light. Show them the light on the inside of you. Some of us get uh, so religious, we can't go around people that aren't saved. Well, Jesus went and he ministered to the people that are sick. Sick don't mean in your just because you got a physical ailment. They didn't know who Christ was. If you only fellowshipping with people that think like you, have the mind of Christ like you, there are believers like you, then what we doing for the people that are out here that don't know Christ? You got to get out your comfort zone. You know, the enemy knows that you live by your feelings. So he's going to feed you everything you feel like. I feel like I'm broken. You shall be. I feel that I can't move, go on. You won't. I feel that my finances are tore up from the floor. They will be. We got to declare what God said. God said that you will not live in lack. He said that you are the hill protecting your health. He said that you are delivered. He said that you're blessed coming in and blessed coming out. God said it. God will do it. It does not matter what it is. It doesn't matter. There's nothing too hard for God. And he placed us here. We are a chosen generation. I know some of you be like, well, I should have been born in 1960 when they was out there doing the Civil War. I wanted to be out there. No, God put you here for this time. What are you doing for God in this season? If you're chosen, what you chosen for? We're not chosen to come in here and sit, get full, get fat with the word, and just hold on to it till we see Jesus. 
We got to get out here and we got to minister to people. You got people in your own family. You know, there are some things that happen. There are families that are coming together. Hey, you might not have not spoke to your sister or your brother in years. Time to speak to them. Go talk to them. Well, they don't call me. Well, you call them. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. People are not staying in this world. God has already gone and prepared a table for you. He's already done that. God is in heaven. Jesus already picked out where you're going to be in heaven. You need to pick out where you're going to be on earth. What you going to do? You're going to stay on the fence. You're going to get off the fence. You're going to go this way. You're going to go that way. It doesn't matter. Brokenness makes you confused. Why can't you get whole and be free? The Bible said those that the son set free is free indeed. We get free in some areas, but then we be in bondage in other areas. God said that who the son set free is free indeed. That means every area of your life. Just because you have a setback don't mean that God can't use that for a setup for victory. Amen. For his glory, not your story. Always give God praise. What you need to do, we need to walk around here and we need to get our house in order. We need to get our finances in order. We need to get our hope in order. We need to get our faith in order. We need to get our children in order. We need to get our marriages in order. What is the world looking at when he sees the saints? There's no way that we, we got to go up to people and say, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. No, they should see that on you. Yeah. What happened to the God glow? Yeah. What happened to the light? What happened to it? You need to do inventory of yourself before you go out in the world. That's why I say we need to rise up early. And we need to give God some thanks and praise. Not, not rise up early to tell God what we need and what we desire, but rise up and tell him thank you. Be grateful. Attitude. Change your attitude. Sometimes when you can walk by, you don't have to say a word to somebody. Somebody will come up to you and just say, I know something different about you. When you are out and about, you don't know who's watching you. And not that you're doing something because people are watching you, because you need to be living the word anyway. You don't need to be the great pretender. They don't have one of them, and his name is Satan. You need, to, you need to change your lifestyle. Change how you think. Change what you're doing. Change what you're saying. Change how you're moving. If you walk like this one day, walk like this the next day. Hold your heads up. Hold your head up. You don't, you, this right here, walking with your head down don't represent God. This is what represents God. But you got to know who you are. You got to know what your purpose is. You got to know why you're here. You got to know that you are created in the likeness of Christ. You are a masterpiece. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. I came to remind you today that even in your brokenness, God can use it for his glory. It doesn't matter. Don't get stagnant because you feel some type of way. Because when you get stagnant because you feel some type of way, that means the enemy is feeding you what you like. I like to be filled with the goodness of God. I like to be filled with his anointing. I like to be filled with his power. I like to be equipped to know that God is always for me. He's already went where you going. You serve a God that's already went where you going. So all you got to do is step into where he's already made a way for you. It might not be 
desirable to you. It might not be comfortable to you. Paul and Silas were, went into a prison. They went to preach the word of God. They ended up being in a prison. And back then, the prisons are like these prisons. They were in dungeons. They were, they were walking around waist deep in stuff. Stuff, okay? But all the while they were in there, they weren't complaining. They were praising God. They were singing. They were shouting. Them shackles fell off. The earthquake came, and everything fell off. Not only for Paul and Silas, but every prisoner in there. But guess what? Not one of those prisoners left. Why they ain't leave? They didn't leave, not because they weren't free. Let me tell you something about the modern-day saints. We would have been up out of there so quick. God done freed me. I got to go. But, but you're missing the picture. When we do that, we miss the picture. Paul and Silas knew what their assignment was. They knew that God didn't open them doors for them to leave because their assignment hadn't been fulfilled. Yes, they were walking around preaching salvation. People were getting saved, set free, and delivered. But their assignment was for one. It was for the jailer. And the reason the other people didn't leave, because they witnessed the praise and worship even though they were waist deep in stuff. They witnessed the anointing on their lives. They witnessed that light in, in the midst of darkness. They didn't move because they were sitting there looking at Paul and Silas. They, they didn't see Jesus. They didn't have Jesus on the inside of them. Jesus hadn't came yet. They saw the example of, well, my God, they up in here in this uncomfortable situation. They on our level right now. But they got something about them that's different. They ain't have to tell them what, why, and when. It was just something about them that they saw different, and them prisoners didn't move. We know earthquakes can come, but earthquakes can, earthquake, they can't take no shackles off. It can't break no chains. But in that jail, in that jail, chains were broken. Salvation came, not only for the jailer, but for his entire family. So everything connected to you will be saved, set free, and delivered in the name of Jesus. Everything that's connected to you, if you stay the course, if you stay the course, not if you get off, but if you stay the course, everything connected to you will be blessed coming in and blessed coming out. There will be no lack in your household. There will be no lack in your finances. All relationships will be restored. Everything that's connected to you. From your mama to your daddy to your sister to your cousin. Whoever in your family that there has been some, broke, some brokenness. It is being restored right now. In the name of Jesus. All you got to do is hold on and trust God. It's a privilege to trust and rely on God. A privilege. As we come to the end of 2021... We're already saying what we're going to do when we walk into 2022. Have you finished everything for 2021? Y'all getting ready to try to walk into a future and y'all ain't finished right now. Finish right now. Finish. Don't walk into 2022 with the cares of 2021. Don't walk into 2022 and you ain't finished what you need to finish in 2021. Do it right now. God has already equipped you. Your time is now. Your season is now. Your hour is now. Stop sitting down on what God has put on the inside of you. Share that gift. It was free to you. 
Why you gonna charge somebody else to do it? You gonna charge somebody else for a free gift. What I mean by that, if it was free to you, you wanna, oh, I'll come, but this right here, you gotta fix me a pie before I come over there to your dinner. Why you charging? Go over there and be the light. Go over there and minister to somebody. Go over there and give somebody an encouraging word. It was free to you, let it be free to them. Only go when God sends you. Stop always having, I, listen, I'm not saying that y'all don't have a word because y'all some anointed beast. I ain't saying that, but listen to me. Stop always telling somebody you got a word for them. Get a word for yourself. Get a word for yourself. I know y'all got some word in you. I know that God is telling you to tell somebody something, but every time you see somebody, won't you come up before you try to bring somebody else up? Remember who you are in Christ Jesus before you try to tell somebody else who they are. God is for you. He has already done everything that he's going to do. He has already covered you by the blood of Jesus. When y'all go home, look outside your door. Y'all going to see the blood stains. Can't no devil touch your house. Can't no devil touch anything con connected to you. It might not look the way you want it to look, but trust and believe it's a privilege. It's a privilege to praise God. It's a privilege to allow him to walk through your house. Yes, God ain't going to physically come and walk through your house, but you got him on the inside of you. So every time you're walking through your house, you're walking through that darkness and you're throwing the light. Throw the light. Throw the light. Y'all the fire. Y'all need to reignite that fire that's on the inside of you, you, and you. Reignite that fire. Don't let that flame go out. God, God has rebirthed you. When you gave your life to Christ Jesus, he rebirthed you. Every time you get stagnant and sit in a place of brokenness, not saying it ain't going to come. I said sit in it. Every time you sit in these positions that don't belong to you, you're telling Jesus what you did and what you suffered and what you went through did not matter. It was all for nothing. And Lord knows we don't want to be in that position. Get out of your seat, saints. Stand up and be who God called you to be. Just because you're going through a season, that ain't the time to stand down. That's the time to rise up. That's the time to rise up when you say, God didn't choose you because you got it all together. I just want you to know that. He didn't choose you because you know so much word. He didn't choose you because you know how to pray. He didn't choose you because you know how to minister good. He didn't choose you for any of that. God chose you because he loved you. And because you are willing and able, he can use you. He can use you. Listen, Adam was disobedient. God used him. Noah was a drunk. God used him. Rahab was a prostitute. God used her. David was a murderous adulterer, yet God used him. Jonah ran from God. He still used him. He used each and every one of them, not because they were great and wonderful and all had it all together. He used them because they were willing. And because they were going to go and do what he told them to do. Some of them got in uncomfortable situations, but they didn't stop. 
They didn't stop because I'm having a situation today. I'm having a circumstance today. I got this going on. My plate is full. God said if your plate is full, stop asking God, oh, God, I know you ain't going to put more on me like a bear because God going to tell you I ain't put that on your plate. Stop allowing other people to put stuff on your plate and then want to say you can't do what God say do because your plate is full. He said your cup runs over with goodness, mercy, grace, favor. You are equipped to do everything he told you to do. So stand up, rise up and take your rightful position. Do what God has told you to do. You're not going in your own power. Your own power going to lead you to B. God's power going to lead you all the way to Z without missing anything in the middle. I, you, you, can, you have to do some CPR, spiritual CPR, communication, preparation, revelation. That's your spiritual CPR. Communicate with God. Get a revelation. Preparation. I put that wrong. CPR. Communicate, preparation, revelation. And I want you to know that God is in every one of those situations of your life. Do some spiritual CPR on yourself. Do an inventory of yourself. God is in the, in the beginning, he's in the middle, and he's in the end. And he will not leave you. I hope you all have gotten everything you, you need because, saints, you shall recover in the name of Jesus. Don't dumb down anything. Don't stand down. Stand up. Rise up. Just know that when, you, when the enemies are coming at you, you can just make sure you, you give them that queen and king way because they're standing on the sideline watching you go by, watching God shift you, watching God promote you, watching God take you from glory to glory. That's what, that's what the enemies are doing. So stop stopping in the middle of that parade and inviting them to get on your float. Don't do it. God is good all the time. That's all I have for you all today. Thank you, Jesus. We're just going we're gonna to pray and seal this up. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for the word, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that this is your word and it is true. And, Lord God, we just thank you that we can walk boldly into everything that you've already prepared for us to walk in, Father. All you need is for us to be willing and obedient, Lord, and we shall eat the good of the land. So, Father God, I just pray a spirit of ease over every person that is in here right now. I thank you, Lord God, right now that as they receive this word, Father God, that they, it will be a blessing to them. That they will go, Lord God, and do that inventory and do that spiritual CPR and check everything that's connected to them so that they can be free indeed. I thank you, Lord God, right now for them. I thank you, Lord God, that every person that is connected to them, Lord God, shall have life and have life more abundantly. And Lord God, I just thank you right now. I thank you, Father God, for the desires of their heart being met. Because, Father, you're not just a Father that just supply what we need. You also give us the desires of our heart. So, Father God, you know what each and every person in here has been desiring from you. Because we don't have to come to you and ask for needs because they've already been met. So, Lord God, right now, because of their obedience, you're giving them the desires of their heart. And you know what it is, Father. Thank you, Lord God, as we've already released the Holy Spirit to move up and down every aisle right now. If there's anybody in here that had some pain when they came in, it is released right now in the name of Jesus. We speak to their bodies right now. 
we speak to their minds right now. Anybody that has been uh, going through some things in relationship, Lord, it is being put together back perfectly by you. Thank you, Lord God, that we got to recognize our part and we got to do what our part is because you've already done your part. And Lord God, I just thank you right now. I thank you for the deliverance. I thank you for the testimony. I thank you for the breakthrough. I thank you that your glory, your glory is upon each and every person in here. Lord God, we know the seasons that we're in, the natural seasons. We thank you, Lord God, that we count it all joy because we shall recover. We thank you, Lord God, right now. Heavy hearts are free in the name of Jesus. We know that a lot of people have had loved ones transition, Father, but we count it all joy. Count it all joy, even in this season. This is a season that we celebrate you. And we just thank you, Lord God, right now. We thank you, Father God, that you are comforting them right now. We thank you, Lord God, right now, that their hearts are clear and stayed on you. You've already delivered them out of all of their troubles, Father. We just thank you for the spirit of ease. We thank you for the wisdom and knowledge and understanding that we get from you. And Lord God, we're going to go out. We have already had our orders from you. So whatever it is that you placed on each and every one of your saints, your children, they will complete the assignment this year. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We give you glory and honor for it. In Jesus' name. Amen.